world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good morning. Caught me scrambling here a little bit because I sent a link to my good buddy there running the show and I sent a duplicate link and I'm trying to find the other one because it was a good one. So uh, morning, good morning, November 11, 1, 2023. Wow, 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 wow. I'm going to be 71 coming up here in 25 days for those of you who want to send me a, a birthday gift. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, hey, listen, quickly, I'm going to be in Georgia this weekend. Dale, I'll get a hold of you today. I just, I got swamped yesterday. I'll be in Georgia. I'm going to be in Georgia this weekend. I, I don't know, Gary, is, it, is that up on the website yet, Johnny? Can you pull that up there? I don't know if we've posted it yet or not. Gary sent it to me and I forgot to, but if, if you're going, if you want to come and join us, just uh, email me. Yeah, it's not up there yet. It's my fault. Um, if, if you want, if you're down in the Georgia area and you'd love to come, just get a hold of me and I'll, I'll tell you if it's Pastor Clem Harper and we're going to hit the streets and do some good stuff down there. So if you're close and you'd love to be with it, with us and all that, let me know and I'll give you the details. And then I'm going to be in New Orleans next weekend with Pastor Dale doing some great, great stuff down there. And, uh, you know, it's, I, my, um, I don't know why it is, but boy, my speaking has really dried up. And, you know, I think I know what it is. I think I'm just too edgy for some people. Let me, in fact, let me, let me start right there. Let me start uh, immediately here with kind of a mea culpa. You guys know what a mea culpa is? I guess I, that means an apology. I'm sorry, a mea culpa. And it's kind of a mea culpa that's not really a mea culpa, although it's a mea culpa, right? I got. I had a chance last night to go up. Uh, I was up, uh, Jeff Klein, up with him in uh, Church in the Garage. And let me do a little bit of a presentation last night. There was a, wasn't a big crowd in there. And, you know, I, I understand this. And this, this is true for some of you out there that are watching right now. You ain't never heard anything. Like you hear coming from this show, you, know, you ain't never heard anything. And what's really good about it is some of you, after you hear some of this crazy stuff I talk about, you go back on your own and you check it out and I'll be dang gone. There's something, there's something to it, right? Something to it. And so if you've never, you never heard any of this stuff, if you just live kind of just regular old Christianity, you know, go to church on Sunday and uh, say, say, say grace at breakfast and supper and all, all that. And then that's basically your Christianity. Then, a lot of stuff that we're talking about is probably pretty shocking. And so I, last night I did the presentation real quickly. I, talk, I showed them about the Washington, D.C., the same one I kind of did yesterday, and showed them the obelisk and, and the uh, uh, apotheon, all that. I showed it. I showed it. And then at the end of it, uh, we're getting ready to leave, and it, it went pretty peaceful. And thanks, to Jeff, for being the rodeo uh, trainer there. And I said, uh, uh, some lady, and I this is crazy. I don't, I don't even know her name. <laughs> I never even, I didn't know her name. Anyway, throughout the whole presentation, I was teaching Psalm 2. You guys have heard me do that, right? Why do the heathen rage and people imagine a vain thing? And I'm taking it down through and I'm breaking it up and saying, here, you know, shown team Jesus and team Lucifer. And, you know, why do the heathen rage? And the Lord sits in the heavens and laughs, goes, goes through all that. And I thought it was pretty good. And I showed about the Apotheon and all. <coughs> and, as George McCloy would say, I probably water hosed a lot of them. But most of the people in there were tracking with me because they'd heard some of this stuff. This one lady hadn't been. She probably her first time there. Could be wrong, Jeff. So I, I told Jeff, sorry that I pooped in your, in your pool last night because I didn't mean to. So at the end of it, she said, um, th this is one of my real, real pet peeves. When I say to somebody, uh, when I say, hey, uh, for instance, hey, folks, uh, we're going to go to the abortion clinic. Uh, why don't you come with us? And then they say, <clears throat> you ready? Anybody know Anybody know the default line? The default not, line, it's, it, smoke start coming out of my ears. Anybody know? That's not my calling. That's not my well, calling. That's one of them. That's one of them. 
that's one of them. But that was what's what's the other one? Smoke starts coming out my ears every time I hear it. Here it is. I'm too busy. I'll have to pray about it. When somebody says that, it already starts, right? So that's she said that <laughs> about all this stuff. As if I don't pray about it. See, somehow people hide behind the idea. I'm going to have to pray about it. As if I don't. As if I'm just some loose cannon out there. You, you're tracking with me? And so she she's getting, she's uh, nicely taking me to the woodshed. And I think literally my hat's going to do this at some point. And uh, I unloaded. I, unlo- I unloaded. <laughs> I did. And uh, we were done, except for the prayer. And I, I, I didn't want to pray with that lady. I didn't, I, I, anybody think I'm wrong? I didn't want to pray with that lady. And I understand I should have been more patient because she is being destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And she's grown up in Jellyfish Church, right? So I get it. I, I, I couldn't take it. Couldn't take it. So I unloaded and drove home. My wife wasn't with me because she wasn't feeling well last night. So I stewed all the way home. Oh, you dummy. Why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? But one of the buddies up there pulled me aside and said, oh, coach, thank you for not folding your tent. I said, what? He said, oh, average person, they get they get confronted like that. They just fold their tent because they don't want to offend anybody. Thank you for not folding your tent. Because I didn't, baby. I didn't. So uh, I understand. I, I feel bad because she'll probably never come back. And, but I, I, was, I was enough of the religious lecture. Anybody, can anybody say amen? Am I with me on it? I, look, last thing, I had just taught them Psalm 2, spiritual warfare. And then I don't have to pray about it. Oh, my goodness, my goodness. Anyway, so, whew, uh, six churches when it's yeah on and on and on. So Jeff Klein, I apologize for pooping in your pool last night. Jeff said, "Hey, at least I have the pool, <laughs> so it's okay." Uh, uh, I probably I I don't know if I could have handled it better or not. I handled it the way I felt. Right? Jeff's got his hand. Come on in, Jeff. Don't punch me in the nose. No, I'm not. But you know, Coach, she's sat in a church for. Probably 50 years. I know. That's why I should have had more grace. I know. I know. Old white-haired lady. Nicest lady you ever meet. But yep. she, and you know what she told me? Because she stuck around. And I, I talked to her for probably 20 minutes and explained Good. her some things. Good. And she said, I've heard all that stuff. She has heard about the demonic in D.C. And on and on. She's heard it. They don't want to believe it, you know what I mean? And they don't, they don't want, want to. They anything. don't want to believe it, Jeff. You and nailed them. Yeah. They don't want to believe it. So I went through with her everything from the ACLU and Southern Poverty Law Center. People throwing barbs in your driveway. I said, "You don't think he doesn't get attacked?" I said, "He gets attacked all the time." Yeah, I, I said, "Lady, you don't even know anything about me." Isn't that what I said? Yeah, you don't know I said, "I said, lady." I said, "Janice, that's her name, Janice. Just pray for Janice, and she'll be all yeah, right." Yeah, but, you know, I no, told her. Yeah. Well, she said she's sorry last night before she walked out the door. She said, you tell him I'm sorry. I said, I will tell him. I said, but he gets attacks all the time. He probably gets 20, 30 hate emails every day. People hate him. It wasn't that. (laughs) It's the fact that I had just presented presented the picture to him, right? But, you know, Brenda Brenda says, you tell Coach we love him and we like his teaching. We like it when he comes. But Janice will be back. She's fine. I just told her, I said, Janice, you're going to be one of the prayer warriors. You stay home. We'll go to the evil, dark places, storm the gates, push back the darkness. You just sit and pray for us. That's, that's all you need to do. Okay, Jeff, so here's my line, right? You've heard me say it before. If they don't bite as a puppy, they don't bite as a dog. I want you to know I bit as a puppy. <laughs> all right? It's it's just my nature. And I, I'm sorry that I couldn't bandage you up after I left. I Jeff, I was smoking hot on the way I can't even tell you because not of her, but of she represents a an element of Christianity, doesn't she, folks? You understand what I'm saying? She represents probably most people that you go to church with. And when she said, uh, "I'm going to have to pray about," it, oh my goodness! 
But, but you know, coach, and she said, but do you guys, do you just go out and laugh at people after you do this stuff? I said, no, we don't laugh at nobody. I said, there's times where we've saved babies. We've saved marriages. We've led people to the Lord. There's all kinds of stuff that goes on that you don't know. I said, you just don't see it. I said, the church That's is what dropping. I said, you don't even know me. You don't even know yeah. me. <laughs> I told her, I said, the church has dropped the ball for the last 40, 50 years, and now we got a mass. So we're Amen. just out trying to straighten up the mass. Amen. 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 Hey, listen, let me let me shift gears real quick. I got some good stuff this morning as always. By the way, quick one. Um, you could email me. If this is a topic you'd like me to cover. Because here's the way I roll. I'm not kidding you. This is the way I roll. I get up every morning. I set my alarm at 5.30. Sometimes I'm up before. I'm always up by 5.30. And I walk out into my my multi-million dollar studio upstairs. And I just go before the Lord. Say, where where would we go today, Lord? That's that's really what I do. I don't really, like, I don't have a plan. We're going to cover this and this and this. It all comes to me literally in the morning. But if there's a topic, you know, we can get on a lot. Like one of the things I really want to get into, maybe I'll get into a little bit today, is legalism, legalism in the church. And what is the difference between legalism and duty? Legalism and obedience. Because that's, hey, that's a fine line, isn't it? That's a real fine. So that would be a good one. Anyway, if you say, Coach, uh, I would, uh, I'd like to hear about this, what you think, or I'll take, whatever, then I'll do my, that doesn't mean I'll do it, okay? Because I'm still going to be, uh, I'm still going to do my thing. But if it's really something that we're missing, see, I, I, I hate. I, believe it or not, I'm a pretty nice guy, and I don't like the idea that I have to come in here every day and step on somebody's toe from a theological standpoint. I don't like doing that. I don't like doing it. But as I've said a number of times, why do we have so many different denominations? Can anybody explain to me why we have so many different denominations? I'll wait. Why are there so many different denominations? The devil comes to conquer. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody separate and conquer. Susie? Somebody got butt hurt and didn't like what you was teaching them. Oh, that's true. I bet. Yeah. Clay? Because people can't agree. Why? On doctrine and. uh... Oh! Because what they believe is the truth. And if I don't believe it, I'm stupid because they know the truth. That's, that's, folks, that's how denominations started. It's exactly how. See, there are so many things in the scripture. And why I feel confident to come here every day, can I tell you, I showed you this before, and I'm just going to use this as because people are so sensitive about it. They're so sensitive. Uh, are we in the end of days? Now, all of you out there can produce evidence on both sides of it. You know, I can produce evidence. The Bible says in the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Has he done that yet? I don't see evidence of that. I don't see evidence of it. And so the beliefs that we all have, really, whether we know it or not, most of them we cannot prove. Because if they could be proven, we wouldn't have the demo- denominational arguments, friends. And so what I try to do come here is I try to I try to pick a fight, get you to think about what it is. Uh, uh, what coach? Uh, uh, PT Salt at Gmail. Put up. P- I'm talking to Jonathan. PT Salt at Gmail.com. John seems to work better than many. Are you with me, friends? So I don't get up in the morning and say, "Well, I wonder how I can piss them off today." I, I don't do that. No, it's just I kind of I, I have these questions. I have these questions. I have these questions about legalism. And of keeping of the Sabbath and the following of the Ten Commandments and all that stuff's good. And yes, we should follow them. But am I is, is God keeping a scorecard on me? Because oh oh, he violated the Sabbath there. Oh oh, he didn't follow the feast. Is he keeping a scorecard? Is that is that what we think? Huh? Because do do this for me. Uh, pull up real quickly. Where did I put it? Uh, yeah, pull up number six for me real quick, Johnny. I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna camp here today, but it's important that I t- that that we talk about this, okay? Master, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Now, time out a minute. That's a pretty direct question, and that would have been a great one for him to answer, wouldn't it? He said, "Boy, you better follow this one. You better follow this one, and Bobby, you better really follow this one." Could have said that, didn't he? 
from the mouth of our Lord and Savior himself. And Jesus said unto them, uh, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, with all your mind. By the way, how many of you keeping that one? This is the first and the greatest commandment. And he said the second, sort of like it. Love your neighbors yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Remember I talked uh, the other day or talked regularly about the fact there's two tablets? Two tablets on the Ten Commandments. The first four talk about your relationship with the Lord. You with me? You tracking with me? First four, your relationship with the Lord. And the second tablet has six on it. And the six have to do with what? The way you treat your neighbor. So the Lord said this. Uh, you know, don't lie, don't steal. Don't. They said, listen, do unto others as you have them do unto you. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat people the way you want to. And then, now look, look, folks. The Holy Spirit dropped this in my spirit this morning as I, I was preparing. Do you understand that the punishment for the violation of the laws is not a salvation issue? Do you understand that the punishment for the violation of the laws is the loss of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost? That the breaking of the law brings its own punishment. It's not a life or death, heaven or hell issue. It's not. But your life will be better if you were to follow the edict, the, the commandments, the feasts. Yes, your life would be better. But it's not a life and death, heaven or hell thing. You get it? That's the way I see it. And so the punishment, it's not, oh my goodness. See, I was taught as a little Catholic boy that I had to go to, uh, I had to go every Sunday and tell the priest what I'd done wrong. Because if I didn't do that, I was, in, I was in, mm, boy. Right? And I'd go take communion and I'd be okay. And it's it becomes a legalistic works if we are not careful. And don't forget this. I'm not I'm gonna get off of it. Don't I'm gonna get off of it. But the Bible says that God set uh the Sabbath for man, not man for the Sabbath. Right? Remember, all of God's laws are protected. All of them. He wants you to be, as Joel Osteen would say, healthy, wealthy, and wise. He wants you to be that. When we violate his precepts and his laws. The consequence is within our lifestyle. That's I, that's that's the way I see mm. it. Right? Huh? If I if if I commit adultery, it ruins my life. Destroys my family. It's destructive. Right? So he says, you want to you want things to go good in your life? Follow these things. Follow these commandments. Follow them. That's my take on it, Jeff. Coach, I just talked to Pastor Matt. That girl you prayed for last night that was separated from her family because of college and psychiatry. Yep. She accepted the Lord as her Savior last night and is reunited with her family. Hallelujah. Isn't that something, huh? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, what I want to get. Oh, let, let me make this point uh, real quickly. I know she wouldn't mind. I, I think I shared with some of you that Sheila Zelensky was, uh, has really been struggling. I think I told you that, right? If I didn't, uh, uh, she has. I mean, she, she's she been, she, those of you who don't know Sheila, she's going to be on uh, next week. I'm, I'm going to get her on here next week. We, we can vigilante. She was so, she was homeless, living in her car. And uh, you guys got her an apartment. You say, what do you mean? Well, you're supportive of this ministry. We got her an apartment. She's back on her feet. She still owes some more money that I won't, I won't get into that, but uh, uh, she's she's back on her feet. She's fighting. She's up up and going again. And she told me something that I thought was really really profound. I had quite a conversation with her yesterday. She was on the verge of having this uh, uh, nationwide program on Salem Media. You guys know what Salem Media is? You know, a lot of you probably are in a town where your Christian radio is owned by Salem, which are very 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 Baptist. And so she was she was. Sheila Zelensky told me, I, I, I had no idea, that some of the people that you listen to, Christian people, they're, they're making millions of dollars. Did you guys know that? They're making millions of dollars. I didn't know that because uh, I'm not making. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed it. No commercials here. No commercials. So, so anyway, Sheila told me 
that she was ready to sign this contract with uh, Salem, Salem Media. And she got a call from one of the top cheesies and says, listen, uh, uh, you, can, you can have this time, but you can't be talking about that deliverance stuff. You can't, you can't be talking about devils and demons and cats. You can't, you can't do that on our station. And the contract fell apart. Because she said, how can I, how can I do that? Right? How can I do that? But so there's some great news coming on the front for Sheila. She, uh, God is really expanding her ministry. She's been through hell. I'm, I'm telling you this this morning to let you know that you five folks have helped Sheila Zielinski get back on her feet. All right. I'm not, I'm not saying it to brag, but I think you need to know that your support here has gone, gone to Sheila. So, uh, so much for Christian radio, huh? So much for Christian radio. Number three, pull this one up. I, I sent this out. This, this is amazing. See, the enemy is so after those of us who will stand up and fight. They're after. Again, remember, J6, who did they arrest? They arrested those who came because they knew if they smite the shepherd, the sheep will scatter, right? So this was sent to me yesterday. Coach Dave Dobmeyer and Pass Assault Ministries, November 25th, 2020. It's a total expose, call it whatever you want to, of the left. What's the name of this website, Johnny? It's uh, Anarchists. An- Anarchist Federation. And here they got a total, do- oh, stay right there with me now. You say, oh, it's, they talk about me. Scroll on down there. They tell what we do. Remember, it's two years. Oh, they show all you guys. We all get some. See, this is a scouting report, right? This is a devil's scouting report. They all look at all these people. Look at them. Uh-oh, coach is building an army. You got to be careful. Be careful. And then scroll on down. Scroll on. I'll put it in the link so you can follow. Talks about some of the stuff we did. Salt Live Brigade. Hey, folks, this is an enemy scouting report. Enemy scouting report. Keep on going down. Talks about what we do, but I want to show you. Some of you guys showed up in here. Keep going, keep going, keep going, Johnny. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Tim, look, Tim, look, Jeff Nell. Jeff Nell showed up. Look at him standing there. And then I don't even know who the guy is holding up at the top. With the I don't know who that is. Sorry. Scroll down. Some of you are famous, don't even know. There I am looking mean. Scroll on down. Come on, come on, come on. Um, talks about what we do. There's our shirt. Oh, watch out for these folks. This is a scouting report, right? Devil scouting report. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, we're not done yet. Keep going, keep going. There's me doing some videos. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, there's me and my wife. Keep going, keep going. Oh, there's Tim Tupra shows up. Ah, Tim, they think you're important. Chad and Michelle Estes. Chad shows up. Oh, you guys are marked. In other words, look, Chad, they gave you your own circle. huh? Oh, yeah, they gave you your own circle. Go on down. Oh, Bobby Lee. Hey, Bobby, about 30 pounds ago, it looks to me like. Bobby Lee made it. Oh, Bobby. Oh, Ray. Ray and Jane. Oh, they're after you, Ray. Better look out. How'd they miss some? Rob Pugh. How'd they miss some of you guys out there, right? So, so look, I, I, I don't want to make light of this. Rob, I don't want to make, I, I make light. Oh, Mike and Polly. Oh, good. Guilt by association, they call this, right? Look, I, I want you guys to know this. This is serious business. This is serious business here. This is serious business. And you cannot live a life of sin and be able to withstand what you just can't, you can't do it, man. They're looking in every nook and cranny. Amen. Trying to find, trying to find anything, anything, folks. So, uh, you know, when you when you when you're thrust into a public position, which you know, Bobby's now public, Mike's now public, right? When you're thr- thrust in that, you better know that the enemy's watching. So, I, I didn't do this to be the braggadocious. I just wanted you to know this is going on. Put that in the chat for me, Johnny, so they can look at that, right? And of course, they do everything they can. See, these are God fearing people who simply want to stand for what's good and wholesome and right. And look how they demonize us. Attacks on people who get abortion. No, we don't attack people who get abortions. We protect the unborn child. See, it's all in perspective, isn't it? It's all in the perspective. 
So Clay, sorry you didn't make it make it yet. Maybe make it today because that was two years ago. And sorry, is uh, Jeff Klein. I don't know how Jeff didn't get in there. Dale, so I don't know how he didn't get in there. But uh, just know, just know the just know the enemy's watching. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, do I want to go there? Uh, do I want to go there? No. Do I want to go there? Yeah, I want to go there. Go to number four. I don't know if this is true. Uh, I don't know if this is true. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you up front. I don't know if this is true. It's two minutes, and this is a this is some guy who went to a council meeting. I don't know where this meeting is held. Is this true? I don't know, but it sure made me start scratching my head. So take it with a grain of salt. Go ahead and play this. Charge the CDC. Hang on, freeze that. Who's in charge of the Centers for Disease Control? Again, Marathon County, I don't know where that is. Health and Human Services Committee meeting. This was not me, something I went and dug up. This is something that one of our intrepid followers out there sent to me. So I'm just going to play it, and I'm going to let it speak for itself. Go ahead. Who's in charge of the CDC that was controlling and telling our government to shut down small businesses and what they recommend for the mandates of the vaccines and Pfizer and all? At the time when COVID was being enacted, I'm going to read off the staff of who's in charge of the uh, CDC. The director of the CDC was Rochelle Walensky, dual citizenship with Israel. She's a Jew. Deputy director of the CDC, Ann Shawalchik, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. CDC chief of staff, oh, hang on a Sherry. Hang on a minute. Look, I don't care if they're Jews. Okay, I don't care. That, that's not what I'm, I'm talking about, the dual citizenship here, okay? Focus on the dual citizenship, not the Jew. I don't, because you know what I think about Jew. <laughs> I think we're all Jews. <laughs> I think we're all Israel, right? Focus on the dual citizenship. That's what I want you to hear. Go ahead. Mary Berger, dual citizenship of Israel. Jew. CDC chief medical officer, Mitchell Wolf, dual citizenship with Israel. Jew. CDC director of the Washington office. This is, this is pertinent to the topic. We're talking about COVID, right? Yeah. This is this is pertinent to COVID. So I love you, Jennifer. Yeah, please. So director of the CDC of the Washington office, Jeff Rezik, dual citizenship with Israel. Jew. COVID czar, Jeff Zaints, dual citizenship with Israel. Jew. COVID senior advisor, Andy Slavitt, dual citizenship with Israel. Jew. Uh, assistant of Health Secretary for this Human Services for our country, the Assistant of Health Secretary, Rachel Levine, transgender, Michael dual Brennan, citizenship with please? Israel, S. Jew. I ask that you hold off, Christopher? Ma'am, I'm almost done. This. See, you're not allowed to say truth. You're not allowed to say it publicly, right? They got Why? Oh, I got another video. I'm not going to get to it today, right? The whole idea of anti-Semitism and race, that stuff, that's all bogus. Folks, that is all designed to control the divide and conquer. So it's all designed. It's, it was Frankfurt School. I could get into this. This was the way that they over have overthrown America by making up uh, accusations that they can make about other people. You mm. speak up and you're a you're conspiracy theorist. You speak up and you're a election denier. You speak. They put you in a box anytime you question the established. Uh, narrative. You, you tracking with me? Amen. Now, listen, don't anybody send me anything about Jew. He's saying it. I'm not saying it. Okay. I'm talking about dual citizenship. Google it. Go ahead. Mr. Head of Mr. Wood, the, the chair has ruled that your comments are out of order. She's asked you to stop. The chair has. He said Jew. There's nothing wrong with Jew. It's not derogatory. Exactly. Okay, keep on going. Head of Pfizer vaccines, Albert Erla, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. Pfizer chief scientist, Michael Dostin, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. Moderna chief scientist, Paul Zaks, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. BlackRock, everyone know BlackRock? BlackRock CEO, Larry Fink, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. I said we're willing to sacrifice our ego, our reputation, and our lives. Yes, ma'am, and I love you, and I appreciate your patience. Uh, BlackRock President Rob Capital, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. Uh, the CDC Chief Medical Officer of Johnson & Johnson, Joanne Waltriker, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. Uh, Chief Medical Officer of Merck, Michael Rosenthal. Wow, huh? Well, now look, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if it's true. Uh, I want to know this. 
Is anybody true. can be a dual citizen with another country and represent our country. I, I, can anybody explain that to me? That, that's that. It's not Jew. I'm not. I'm not Jew. It's not, stop that! You've been programmed. It's not Jew. Dual citizen. That'd be like me being married to two women. Boom. What do they call that when you get married to two people? Bigamy. 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 And I think if we were to find out how many people serving in Washington D.C. are dual citizens, committing bigamy. I think we. I think we'd be shocked. I think we'd be shocked. Unbelievable. One more. One more. Uh, number two, and then I'm going to open it up, and then I'm going to shut up here. Number two, pull that up for me real quick. How about this one? This just came out today. Wow. Biden's HHS and CDC paid screenwriters and comedians to mock the unvaccinated. This was just discovered by Judicial Watch. Scroll down here a little bit. Oh, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Keep going. Just scroll down, Johnny. I'll tell you when to stop. Keep going. You can read through all this. Okay, here they are. By the way, folks, they used your tax dollars to hire these late-night comedians and all this to make fun of people who didn't take the vax. So here's, here's the email they sent out to the select people. Join the fight. Become a citizen journalist today. They send it, they send it to these guys. Vaccine engagement package to all entertainment talent and management agencies. Vaccine engagement package to all media companies and show producers. Outreach to major cultural event producers. Produce HHS question and answer videos. Request that Tom Brady create a video with his parents encouraging vaccination. Create custom partnerships with the social media platforms with algorithms to the audience. Launch Hollywood comedy writers, video content. Work with YouTube on original special about vaccinations. Work with Instagram to produce a series about vaccine. Government dollars! Request major TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram influences. Request a vaccinated special on Christian Broadcasting Network featuring evangelical leaders. Request that the major TV and entertainment show features being vaccinated on the air. Request that the TV morning and daytime shows feature special vaccination reunion moments with Americans. Convene an editorial meeting with the publishers of Catholic newspapers and newsletters across the country. Place a trusted message on the Joe Rogan Show and Barstool Sports to promote vaccination. Work with the NFL, NASCAR, MLB, CMA to request they create content with their talent and release through their broadcasts and social channels. And they paid them millions and millions and millions of your tax dollars. Unbelievable. Is this, is this unbelievable, folks? Is this unbelievable? So as scroll down, because I want you to see two things. As Tom, uh, look, oh, video. They had a video. They all banned it. YouTube's not going to let that video out. They got another one down there. Confirmed who was getting paid and all that kind of stuff. Well, oh, can't have that video up there. Pull that down. This was all back. Go up a little bit, Johnny. Go up just a little bit. Stop right there. This was all taxpayer money. Used to brainwash Americans with a monstrous coordinated vaccine propaganda campaign coordinated by Satan, Lucifer, and his minions with those who are in positions of of power and authority who do not serve the King of Kings. Amen. Now, I've I've editorialized, but you're with me, right? Right? They went after all these influencers who do not know the truth, do not serve the truth, do not do not know Jesus Christ. They went after all of them because why? Evil men have crept in unaware. They changed the truth of God into a lie. They worshiped and served the creature more than the truth. Oh, yeah. Secular ways, too. Not just in the church. Crazy, huh? Crazy. All right. I took 34 minutes. I got more. Go ahead, Rochelle. Hey. <clears throat> Good morning, team. Thank you, Coach. Um, I don't even know what to comment on first. So, I would say that hey, I know on, that some of those on, tick- hang on, Rochelle. That lady last night said she would have to pray about it. Go yeah. Ahead. Well, I gotta pray. <laughs> um, I know that some of those TikTok influencers um have are very ill, if not dead. Some of them are very ill, these young people. Um, and it worked. I mean, two of my uh daughter's very good friends are jabbed and boosted, and anyway, um, there's also what comes to mind also is in Israel, there was a six-year-old um, poster child for the vaccine. Not kidding, guys. He was the poster child. And at two years later, he's dead from a heart attack. Saw that. This I just saw makes that. me want to cry. 
Um, I, I put in the chat um, a, a, a writing from Paul, Paul Craig Roberts, and it talks about, um, this is what you talked about first. This talks about how the Israeli-Hamas conflict is a continuation of the 9-11 plot. Yeah, well, and how many of these dual citizens that you're talking about or that gentleman was talking about. If you were the devil, would you try to infiltrate Christianity? Well, you bet you would. Would you try to infiltrate Judaism? Well, exactly. You bet you would, wouldn't you? Come well, on, and, folks. And you know what? There was never what they do. You're onto it here. It, it, there was never a war on terror. Right. This was a war devised by the U.S. against Israel's opponents. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh so God. take a, take a look at that article, guys. It's a good oh, one. Okay. Thanks, Michelle. Uh, yeah. See, I'm not afraid to go there. Yeah. You can call me call me an anti-Semite. That is such a stupid term. Stop it. Let's open our eyes and see what's going on. It's like if I say anything about a black person, I'm racist. Right. If I say anything about Judaism at all, I'm anti-Semitic. Can't you see the game? Can't you see it? What are they, what are they saying about what? Trump supporters? We're MAGA, right? We're deplorable. They, they call names. Ah, who is next? Somebody was, I said, well, he's next. Lauren, go ahead, Lauren. Don't mean to yell at you. Just my name. No, um, it's it's that's how it's normal for me. So I'm not offended, and I shouldn't be. Um, Mr. Pfizer, Travis Kelsey himself, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers called him out and said yeah. calls Travis Chelsea, Kelsey, you know, Mr. Rodgers. I mean, mm -hmm. not Mr. Rodgers. He calls him um, Mr. Pfizer. Travis you know, Kelsey because the guy is now dating what's her name? Uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah, okay, Taylor so Swift. Aaron Roberts, who was a who didn't take the jab for the Green Bay Packers, is calling out a Kelsey who plays for the Kansas City Chiefs because he's promoting the jab and getting hoodwinked by Taylor, whatever her name is. Go ahead. Yeah, and he was uh, Coach Reed set them set them up, but and then they have their new Heights podcast and whatever, but. But that's that's it right there. You know, you've got I mean, it's not a coincidence. Those two are put together because they now when you watch football, it's all about Taylor Swift. It's um, and that's all you consistently see. And I said, yeah, well, what about the game of football? And that's what Aaron Rodgers is doing, bringing it back. And and I mean, and it's on um, uh, the McAfee show is on Tuesdays. It's Aaron Rodgers with McAfee. And mm -hmm. And he even calls out, he calls them Fauci rats. And he said, if you want something to the effect that if you want to follow right the there, science man. and the science is, is Fauci, he, forget it. Amen. Amen. Let me show you something that's dark and deep. Are you ready? Are you looking at this screen? This is my Facebook page. All right. You know who that is? Anybody know who that is? It's Katy Perry and Mark Zuckerberg. Years ago, what are the odds of Katy Perry and Mark Zuckerberg getting to know each other 20 years ago? Wow. Jeff Nell. Yeah, I coach. Um, yeah. What, what are you experiencing? I was a spectacular, and I didn't use my amplifier system. I had my a police officer watching to keep me safe. It was a great day, but I tell you, these people, they come over and say God is love, and they affirm perversions and stuff this way. It's really, well, really. I have pathetic. to pray about it, Jeff. I have to pray about it. I guess. No, no, you need. We need to go out and preach the word of God in many different ways. Thank you. Amen. 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 So, folks, we we have to see right the mind control that's going on. The mind control, and the the problem is the mind controls in the church. We're we're we've been mind controlled. We're, we're not seeing the truth. We're not understanding the truth. Jamie Farrell. Come on in, Jamie. How's, how's Joe doing? Or maybe you're just listening. Can you? Can you? Joe's saying about the same. Amen. Give him my love, man. Just keep praying. Thank you. All righty. Good to hear you, Joe. God bless you, bud. Randy. Yeah, Coach. <clears throat> I'm going to show you, give you a little more evidence here of how the United Nations uh, 
run their narrative to produce what they want. Okay, so coach, I did a paper in 1947. I called it the leap year of globalism. Okay, and I listed 66 things that happened that year <clears throat> that were nefarious things and everything and other things. It's it's a it's quite a it's quite a list. But I'm going to read six of them, coach, and I'm going to show you through the year how they run a narrative and produce what they wanted. And it's really simple to see this pattern, folks. This is what Coach teaches us every day. But, okay, so, Coach, February 3rd, <clears throat> guy by the name of P.L. Prattis, he's the first black reporter that was allowed into the House Senate press galleries. Okay? I'm all for black people. I love black people. But I'm going to show but you how they use say that. You shouldn't even have to say that. I know. But, but Coach, I want to show you how they used racism to get their narrative, see, so then next, John Lee is appointed the first black commissioner, commissioned officer in the U.S. Navy, March the 12th. Jackie Robinson breaks the color barrier in Major League Baseball, April the 15th. Then Jackie Robinson is named 1947 Rookie of the Year, September 19th. October 23rd, the NAACP petition on racism, and here's what I called it, an appeal to the world presented to the UN on October 23rd. And then yeah. coach, guess what? November 29th, the UN votes in favor to make Palestine an Israel state. Coach, can you see how they lead the world, the people into what they want? That's it's right. their agenda and, and they use indoctrination and news media. And we all know this, but coach, here's proof of it. This is Randy, proof of it. It's so simple to see their pattern. The leading sports story is what? Taylor Swift. Over so see, Coach, over they're doing the same thing. It's it's so easy to detect if we will open our eyes, get our hand out, head out of the sand. That's right. I, look, it's so I don't want to believe it. Nobody wants to believe it. Hey, Johnny, do me real quick a uh, favor. Janine's got in the chat a video I watched the other day, and I was going to I was going to say something about it. I thought, no, no, they'll just call me names about it. Can you click on that thing, John? Are you able to do that? And then put it in the chat. Friends, you want you want to, well, uh, it's about, uh, it's long. It's an hour and a half. Don't even play it. Put it in the chat for those who have open minds. Put it in the chat, all right? I'm telling you, man, <laughs> we live in a crazy, crazy world. I lost my spot here. Hang on, hang on. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Make sure, make sure you get that in the chat. Watch it if you want to. Myra, come on in. Yes, Coach. Um, first of all, I wanted to say thank you to Attorney Elaine Tesh. I got her text, and she shows the Ten Commandments. She went to the school system yesterday and uh, praised the Lord. Also, Who did that? Who, I'm sorry, Myra. Who did that? Uh, Attorney Elaine Tesh. Oh, Eileen Tash, good. Yes. We all ought to start doing that. We ought to start getting those Ten Commandments back in. I, I'm with you. Go. Also, in regard to the um, what you asked in the beginning, um, the subject for today, legalism, it is written, and um, it is written Habakkuk. Habakkuk. One, yeah, Habakkuk. One, three, two, five. Why? It is written, why dost thou show me iniquity and cause me to behold grievance for spoiling and violence are there for me? And there are that rise up strife and contention. There talking about a battle, there's a battle. Spoiling violence is before me. There's rise up a strife against me. They want to fight with me, argue with me. Go ahead. Yes, coach. Thank you. Therefore, the law is slack, and judgment doth never go forth. For the wicked doth compass about the righteous. Therefore, wrong judgment proceedeth. Behold, ye among the heathen, and regard and wonder marvelously. For I will work a work in your days, which ye will not believe. True, it was. It be told you. Hallelujah. That's right. He's going to do something that if he told us, we would never believe that he's going to do it. Never believe it, right? Never believe it. Jeff Klein, you'd never believe it, Jeff. 
what he's getting ready to do. Coach, you mentioned the name calling. Good examples for anybody that hasn't been out there to witness it. The liberal, the God-hating Democrats on the square last week, the women. After we got all done, the one woman come clear around the square to approach me. And she said, I just want you to know that one of your people last week called me, a couple of weeks ago, called me a coward. She's a little old lady, sits in a chair with her sign in front of her face. You can't see her. I said, ma'am, have you ever heard some of the scriptures that talk about cowards? Well, name calling, I just wish you people wouldn't name call. I said, now, wait a minute. I said, do you have grandchildren and grandchildren? She said, yes, I do. So you're sitting in the lawn chair with that big sign in front of you, convincing other young ladies to go abort their babies. I said, that's a coward. Oh, she just laid it. <laughs> We're name callers, she said. Well, f- folks, listen, listen. If I call you, Jeff, wonderful, honest car salesman, that's name calling, isn't it? So, somebody, is that is that name calling? Yep. Jeff is honest. That's name calling. Jeff Nell, why he's persistent? That's name calling. See, look, we, we got to, we have to understand the way this game is played, right? You are a name caller if they don't approve of the name you call them. If you call them a name they approve of, you're okay. And by the way, they are name callers. They are name callers. See, we they, they can't see it, but neither do we. And we shy away. We have to pray about it rather than just standing up and speaking the truth. You know the truth. The Bible says you shall know it and the truth will make you free. Well, if the truth makes you free, that means your tongue's free. Your lips are free. Speak. Speak. Said, I'll bring you before governors and kings as a testimony against them. Where is that? Where is that? Huh? That'd be appropriate today. Find that for me. Behold, I'll bring you before governors and kings as a testimony against them. Think now what you shall speak for. It's given unto you the same manner what you shall speak. And I'm just, I'm rattling it off the top of my head. Somebody will find it for me. Somebody. Well, Jack, go ahead, Jack McCarthy. Come on in. Yeah, you got to call them truthophobes. We're going to call them truthophobes. It's in Matthew. It's in one of the, it's in one, it's in one of the uh, Gospels. Behold, I'll bring me before governors and kings as a testimony against. Go ahead, Jack. I'm sorry. I, I was talking over you. Get out of the Old Testament. We're going to call them truthophobes. Truthophobes. <laughs> That's it. Truthophobes. They are. They are. They are scared of the truth, aren't they? I'm going to find it. Go ahead, Clay. Well, earlier you had mentioned about uh, you know God saying He's going to pour a Spirit out of, upon everybody, and yet we hadn't seen that yet. But you know, I, it got me to thinking that uh, the Holy Spirit is often called the Spirit of Truth. And it seems to me like people are starting to, uh, they're beginning to to have truth revealed to them. So I'm wondering if uh, instead of how we in the past have uh, invited the Holy Spirit to come to us and reveal truth to us, I'm wondering if God's going to pour it out or is pouring it out to where people are going to start waking up to truths, whether they like it or not. He's going to do a work that if he told us, if he told us he's going to do, we wouldn't believe it. It's going to be so earth-shaking, changing, that we, we, we never believe that could happen. We could never believe it could happen. Now, stay with me here a second. Matthew 10, verse 18 is up on the board. Uh, John, do me a favor. Go to Matthew 10 and then scroll down to 18. Because, again, this is sort of taken out of context a little bit, okay? Folks, this, uh, I, don't know, I don't know where we got the gospel that we, I don't know where it came from. Oh, my goodness. Go up just a little bit. Go up a little bit. Start about 15, 14. Verily, verily, I say unto you, shall be more. Uh, uh, go ahead. A little higher. A little higher. And into whatever city or town you shall enter, inquire who is in its worthy, and there abide to go, go the hence. By the way, that's judgmental, isn't it? To find out who's worthy. And when you come into the house, salute it. Would the house be worthy? Judge whether it's worthy or not. Let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, then let your peace return to you. <laughs> Folks, don't bless things that's not blessed. Stop saying it. God bless it to people that aren't blessed. And whosoever shall not receive you, 
at the school board meeting, Jeff, nor hear your words. When you leave that meeting, that house or that city, kick the dust off your feet, dude. Huh? Because verily I say unto you, be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in that day of judgment than for that city. For, the, for that council? Are you kidding me? Huh? Quit telling them how much Jesus loves them. Stop it. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Who's he send? You. Like what? Like a sheep in the middle of what? Ravening wolves. So I'm going to send you in the midst of them. But watch what you do. Watch what you do. Be wise as serpents, harmless as doves. But beware of men. Hey, Jeff, now beware of men. For they will deliver you up to their counsels. They're going to call the police. They're going to call your names. They're going to shut you down into your testimony time at the school board meeting. And they're going to scourge you in their churches. Oh, that Coach Dave, he's just a troublemaker. Somebody say amen. But then he amen. says this. Amen. After they, after they do all that crap to you, boys and girls, you're going to be brought before governors and kings. <laughs> it is awesome. I love the way the Bible flows because it always leads to conquering. It always leads to conquering. See, it tells you everything is going to happen to you. And then what happens? <laughs> You're going to be brought before governors and kings for my sake. It's, it, he's going to give you a platform to testify the truth. What? For a testimony against them and the non-believers. But when they deliver you up, don't worry about what you're going to say. Just show up and open your mouth. Because your father's going to put those words right in your mouth for you. Why? Hallelujah. It isn't you speaking, but the spirit your father which speaks through you. And watch the consequences. And the brother shall deliver up the brother. And father the child. Great division coming when you speak the truth. The children shall rise up against their parents and cause their parents to be put to death. And you shall be hated of all men for my... I wonder if Joel Osteen's ever read this. You'll be hated of all men for my name's sake. It ain't about you. You're the messenger. But he that endureth to the end shall never be arrested or go to jail or get fined or anything. No, it doesn't say that, does it? He that endureth to the end shall be saved. Who will? Everybody? No, he endureth to the end. And by the way, Jeff, when they persecute you at East Knox, run up there to Dansville. Because you're not going to be able to go to all those school board meetings for the Son of Man to come. This, what a powerful, powerful verse that is. Oh, George, come on in. Man. We only got a few minutes left here. George and Jack. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, hated is the right word. Last night uh, before trick-or-treat, the satanic holiday, I put um, on every mailbox in my neighborhood. It was a, the graphic uh, aborted babies on there. Oh, George. And then I was standing out there with a three-by-four sign in the middle of Dublin uh, for the past couple, couple nights. And um, it's the young women that are yelling at me and flipping me off and saying these things mostly. Now, Amen. it's other people too. But uh, hated is the right word, Coach. Hey, George, you know what? I saw this, this, this again this week. Christians, are you hearing me now? Christians will fight harder for Halloween than they will for unborn babies. They will go to war over their right to practice Halloween. Somebody say amen. You know I'm telling you the truth. Amen. They'll go to war over it. You bring up not trick-or-treating. Oh, my goodness. Boy, did the darts come out then, right? They're Christians, right? Oh, Lord, help us. Dale, you haven't been in here yet. Come on in, Dale. 
Well, Coach, that uh, it just came to my mind. Christians will defend Halloween like they defend birth control. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's what I said. Calling a trunk or treat is just calling a, uh, abortion healthcare. <laughs> That's all it is. Right? Change the words, change the world. And, and we fall. We fall for it, right? It's not. Oh, we're not celebrating the devil. It's trunk or treat, not trick or treat. Ain't no trick you. We're gonna trunk you. Oh, okay. Well, hell. Come on into the church then. Come on in. Huh? Yeah, everybody wear a costume. Come on in. Unbelievable. Uh, Dave or Sherry. Yeah, good morning, Coach. Yeah. We're on it again, aren't we, Dave? We're on top of it again. Yeah, you're on it, Coach. Boy, you you, you hit a hot button there. and I'm sure uh, some people got their shorts in the knot. I can see that. But anyhow, I, the hypocrisy, I'll pray for it. You know, uh, that you're right. You, you had you had the right to tell the lady. You told her the truth. See, she couldn't handle it. And I appreciate what you said, Clay, too. I, that might That's the point of the spirit when people like see the truth. The lady then, didn't. So the house is on fire. Did she have to pray to call the fire department? It's, it's crazy, right? They're yeah, murdering exactly. some kid outside. You got to pray? Yeah. So, yeah. It's coach, you're, and that's that's Christians hide. That's their cowardice. They hide behind that. That's right. That's it. That's, a, that's their fallback position, right? They, they can think about some reason why they're not getting involved. They got, they got to pray for it. Oh, yeah? Well, Jesus said, lay down your life. You're a dead man, will you? You get out there and do what's right. You, you got to pray to do what's right? What? Come on, Randy. Then Jeff. Yeah, Coach, the scripture you was reading there and talking about, that that is the perfect uh, template of today. But, but, Coach, the context, Jesus said that in uh, 1022, in Matthew 1022, but he also says the exact same words again in Matthew 24, 13. Why? Because mm. it's the end of, he's not talking about the end of the time like we're at, not right, or this. He's talking about the end of the the covenant, the Israeli covenant, which happened in 70 AD. That was the end. That was the context. So, you know, yes, do we carry things that's already been fulfilled into today? Yes, we do, because the truth is truth. God's word's eternal, coach. But but yeah. the, the context of the of the the prophecy has, has everything to do with 66 to 70 AD, that time period. And that's that was what it was all about, Coach. Amen. Amen. So we remember, folks, content. I'm sorry. Context is everything. I could say today, I could make an announcement, put a sign out at my yard and say, breakfast is on me. And I mean today. But if somebody could come by and go to breakfast next week and send me the bill. And I say, well, you, you said breakfast is on you. I said, oh, no, 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 no. Breakfast is on me on that day. Breakfast isn't on me on every day. Context is everything, friends. Time and context is everything. You can't take a word of, out of context and apply it over here. Got to be really careful to do that. Jeff Klein. Coach, just a reminder, Saturday in Mount Vernon on the public square, we'll stand against this issue one, and then we'll be at the Board of Elections, one to three on Saturday. Will you have to pray before about Jeff before we do it? Or are you no. Nope. Do it anyway? no, okay. We're going. So we're give, going, give them that time. Sat, Saturday we're from going. one till three, is that what it was, yep. Jeff? Yep. We're going to pray when we get there. <laughs> you're going to pray <laughs> as you're gone. You're going to pray as you're doing yeah. it. You're going to continually pray, right? Isn't that what the word says? Pray without ceasing. Well, I got to go pray about it. Well, when did you stop praying? What do you mean you got to go pray? About it? That just see that always insinuates to me that those people have a better hotline to the Lord than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you prayed about it, you he would change your mind. You really wouldn't be doing it. If you prayed about it, Coach, you'd be sitting on your butt like me. You really prayed about it, Dale. Yeah, real quick, Coach. It's kind of like when you're asking for offerings. I'll pray about it, but yet they'll go to yeah. Walmart and they'll they'll blow money left and right, not even think about it, let That's alone pray about it. They're not going to pray about it. They're going to see if they got any left. <laughs> they ain't leftovers to give you. That's what they want to pray about. Glenn, real quick. I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, following up on uh, sharing uh, Christ uh, lessons that we had, we're going to – Tim is going to restart – the lesson on Romans, uh, we're going to have some insight into the imputed righteousness uh, in Christ. So it's going to start on the 16th of November, 7 p.m. I'll, I'll you know, remind people a couple of times, but mark your calendars for those that are interested. We did get some good feedback from the last two classes. Hey, hey, hey folks, look, 
real quickly, I'm going to say this real quickly. I, I, I try to support everybody and better understand this, that again, old football coach, everybody's on the team, but not everybody plays the same role. And everybody's on the team, but not everybody has the same perspective. I can promise you this, the right guard has a whole different view of the game than the quarterback. And the left tackle has a whole different view of the game than the wide receiver. But they're both on the team, and they both have a role to play. And part of our problem is we get stuck in our paradigm, and we don't see the whole game that's going on. So shake your head. Your eyes are stuck. The Lord wants to use some of you. He has need of you. See you tomorrow.